Hello and welcome back to the Fantasy Playmakers. What's up guys? So in yesterday's video, I talked about how on Thursday and Friday, I was going to talk about strength of schedule in the playoffs. So that would be weeks 15, 16, and 17. And then I also just threw week 18 in there if you are playing on the last week of the NFL season. But I just talked about how it's important for everyone to at least be aware of, you know, how good your strength of schedule is going into the playoffs. Because if you're a team who's like, eight and one, seven and two, maybe you're somehow at nine and oh, this could legitimately be a time where you feel like you've locked up your playoff spot and you may be trying to acquire players who have those fantastic playoff schedules. And even if you're not someone who you know has a playoff spot locked up, it's still important to just understand which players are going to be performing very well in the playoffs and then which players may struggle. So in yesterday's video, I went through some of the best strength of schedule. So some of the easiest matchups for players. And so today I'm going to go through some of the hardest matchups at the quarterback, running back and wide receiver position. While you guys are watching this, if you're enjoying the content, do me a huge favor, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. Let me know any thoughts you have down below in the comment section. You can ask me any fantasy football questions and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. But let's get into the one quarterback I want to talk about here, and that is going to be Patrick Mahomes from the Kansas City Chiefs. He has a pretty rough playoff schedule lined up. You can see in week 15, faces off against the Chargers. The Chargers rank 28th in points allowed. So basically, they give up the fifth fewest points to the quarterback position. Then it's the Steelers in week 16, who are 30th in points allowed to the QB position. So just back-to-back, really rough matchups. And this is hypothetically the quarterfinals and then semifinals of your fantasy playoffs. So that is a really tough start. And then he has, you know, a fairly average matchup, slightly above average against the Bengals. They are 12th in points allowed to the QB position. So, you know, if you can make it through those first two weeks, this wouldn't be the worst matchup. And then in week 18, Denver, 22nd in points allowed to the quarterback position. And this is kind of a tough spot for Patrick Mahomes because you can't really sell high on him right now and try to get ahead of this poor playoff schedule because frankly, he's been pretty terrible as of late. But this is a situation where maybe in the next two or three weeks, he goes out, starts balling out again like Patrick Mahomes does. Really, this is like the worst stretch we have ever seen from him. So if he's able to return to his normal self, then I do think you could get you know some really solid value in return. But right now, it is a little bit tough if you were trying to move him. Now let's shift over to some running backs. And I actually noticed there are some running backs with some really, really rough matchups in the playoffs and two really top tier guys. It's Christian McCaffrey and Alvin Kamara. I'm gonna talk about Christian McCaffrey first, but I kind of want to preface this by saying when I'm looking at running backs that I'm trying to avoid with tough schedules, typically it's going to be RBs who are very run focused because I think when you're looking at defenses, you know, who are good against the run, not every team can just automatically take away the pass catchers. Normally when you're looking at good run defenses, it's really just production strictly on the ground. And so if you are a team who has a Christian McCaffrey, obviously you're not going to try to run the ball a million times into a great run defense, but you can get Christian McCaffrey involved in different ways. I think you actually see that here with the Bucks. So the Panthers play the Bucks week 16 and week 18. You see Tampa Bay is ranked 18th in points allowed to the running back position, which may seem, you know, middle of the pack. We've heard all season long how Tampa Bay is great against running backs, and they are great against running backs on the ground, but they have given up a fair amount of production to running backs in the receiving game, which is why they're a little bit lower. So I do just want to say like 
I wouldn't be super concerned about Christian McCaffrey because he does have that receiving upside. But since by the numbers, this is a bad matchup, I did throw him in there. So week 15 against the Bills, 29th in points allowed to the running back position. Then like I mentioned, the Bucks in week 16. Then week 17, New Orleans, who gives up the fewest points to the running back position. So it is not pretty. And then Tampa Bay in week 18. So talked about Christian McCaffrey. The next guy is Alvin Kamara, who also has a fairly bad schedule. He goes up against the Bucks in week 15. Like I mentioned, 18th in points allowed. Then the Dolphins, who have actually given up the second fewest points to the running back position in the last five weeks. When I'm using points allowed to the RB position or for all of these positions, I'm looking at the last five weeks. You could look at last three weeks, last five weeks, or the whole season. I decided to go with five weeks. I think three weeks is too small of a sample size. And I think when you use the entire season, you know, like a defense's production in week one and week two, I don't really think that's representative of what the defense looks like now. And then after Miami, it's Carolina Panthers in week 17, who are 24th in points allowed to the running back position. And then if you happen to have playoffs in week 18 against the Falcons, that one is actually a really solid matchup. So maybe you'd hold off on trading him if you do have one of those later championship games. But overall, I've been trying to trade Alvin Kamara in the leagues where I do have him. And it's for a lot of reasons, not even directly tied to his playoff schedule. It's really just kind of the cherry on top. For Alvin Kamara, I'm concerned with Mark Ingram coming in and taking touches. And when I say I'm concerned, I don't think he's going to fall out of like the top 10 running backs rest of season, but I'm concerned he doesn't have the upside of a lot of these guys that he was originally in a tier with. So right now I would take McCaffrey, Jonathan Taylor, Najee Harris, Austin Eckler. I would just straight up take all those guys over Alvin Kamara. I think there's also an argument to be made for Zeke and Aaron Jones. Like right now I have those guys above Kamara in my rankings, but it's one of those where like they're close enough. So if this is like an extra sign to trade Alvin Kamara, it's definitely something I would consider. But let's shift over to another running back who has about one of the worst playoff schedules I think I've ever seen. And I talked about earlier how I'm not as concerned about pass catchers because they don't have to get their production entirely from the ground. This guy is not a pass catcher. Damian Harris from the New England Patriots. I mean, there's just a whole lot of red on this graph. The Colts in week 15, 26th in points allowed to running backs. Then week 16, Buffalo, 29th. Week 17, Jacksonville Jaguars, 30th. And then if you happen to be playing in week 18, Miami Dolphins, 31st. That is just brutal. And I mean, this could really be like a stretch of three to four weeks where you are basically getting zero production from Damian Harris because he's not even a running back who's going to be totaling like 20 carries a game, right? He's not a guy who's going to get 20 carries. They may be inefficient, but he can turn that into like 60 to 70 yards and a touchdown. The Patriots use a timeshare. They've got Brandon Bolden working out of that backfield. It's either going to be Ramondre Stevenson or JJ Taylor adding carries on the ground. So you're going to be looking at like 15 carries from Damian Harris, probably under four yards a carry. And I just don't know if those are going to translate to fantasy production. So he's definitely someone I would be looking to trade because you're just not going to be getting that value from him in the playoffs. And then someone whose schedule is almost equally as bad from the same division, Michael Carter from the Jets. He faces off against the Dolphins in week 15, 31st in points allowed to running backs. Then week 16, Jacksonville. You're seeing a lot of overlap with all of these running backs. Jacksonville 30th, then Tampa Bay week 17, 18th. And then week 18, another tough one, 
Buffalo 29th. So a lot of red here as well. He could potentially be a different story because he does get work in the receiving game, but he is also someone who's in a kind of a committee here with Ty Johnson. So another guy who after a boom week, I may be trying to unload him off of my team. But let's shift over to the final position, the wide receivers. And I'm going to start it off with the Denver Broncos. So this could apply to Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, Tim Patrick. And I think there's already reasons to be concerned about all three of these wide receivers. Just because you're looking at all these weapons coming back, you've got Judy, Sutton, and Patrick all healthy. Noah Fant back from COVID. Then you've got Melvin Gordon, Javante Williams. Just a lot of pieces who need the ball on an offense that's not going to be super explosive not going to have a ton of passing yards and overall volume. And then you look at this schedule on top of it. So week 15 against the Bengals, just a pretty mediocre matchup. They're basically dead even in terms of points allowed to wide receivers. Then you've got the Raiders, who have been a very under the radar, really, really solid defense. 31st in points allowed to wide receivers. Then week 17, the Chargers 30th. So I mean, if that's your semifinal and final matchups, Those are just two abysmal matchups if you have these Broncos wide receivers. And then even week 18, the Chiefs, 27th. So that is not a great stretch for those three wide receivers. And then the final wideout I'm going to be talking about is Terry McLaurin from the Washington football team. And this is really because he plays the Eagles secondary twice, which has been really solid. So week 15 and week 17, we see Terry going up against Philadelphia. They are 29th in points allowed to the wide receiver position. And then you have Dallas mixed in there, which is, you know, a little bit more of a lukewarm matchup, 19th, but still, you know, above average at stopping the wide receiver position. And then in week 18, you have the Giants who are equally below average at stopping wide receivers at 13. So just another tough one with Terry McLaurin. He's kind of been an interesting player because he's getting the volume. He's getting fed, you know, a fair amount of targets. It's just not really translating to top tier production. It definitely doesn't help that he's playing with Taylor Heineke. This offense has not been good, but we'll see what Terry can do in the next few weeks. Hopefully he can bounce back and maybe you look to sell high or maybe you just ride it out and hope he's able to overcome these tough matchups. But that is going to wrap it up for all the players I'm gonna talk about. If you guys enjoyed this video, please hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. Thank you guys for tuning in. Look out tomorrow, I'm gonna be putting out my injury report. So all the injury news that you guys should have your eyes on. Thank you for stopping by and I'll see you next time.